This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, November the 11th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your guy Friday. I get to come in here every now and then and espouse my opinion. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day in America, and I hope this finds you well, no matter where you are. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer legal, lawful, constitutional tender gold and silver. Things that can help you get by in uncertain times, and you can get some by calling one 800 951 You can head out to the website at allamericangold.com, 24 7365. You can order right there. You can do everything. No salesman will call. We live in probably one of the most prolific times in the history of this country. We uh, have just witnessed something that we thought would never happen. What it is basically is putting the country back on track. And everywhere you look, you've got a myriad of opinions and idiots out protesting in the streets. And you look at where this country is and where this country's heading and can it really can it really change direction can michigan once again have smokestacks rising and can the cuyahoga river catch on fire in ohio do we have textile mills running again and everything that you look at in the shelves up and down the rows of this walmart and the stores and everything on the internet is once again made in america and you can grow up in prosperity where people work for a living and don't wait for government checks. In fact, they shrug government checks. They don't want them. Last thing I've ever wanted, never took one, still never have. So we look at where we're at today, and you wonder, can it be done? And I'll tell you, if it can't be done, and if they can't put the genie back in the bottle and put this country back to where it was, there's going to be a lot of upset people. I think one of the things that you really have to look at and really study of what's happened here and where we're at in this country, and I want you to think about what I've talked about here for a quarter century, is that forget what you see in the mainstream. You have to listen to these this broadcast because we know which way the country's headed, and we know the country's mad. We knew they were mad. And we All the way back when I started this, when you, they ratified NAFTA and GATT, and everything started leaving America, and the people just sat there on their hands, and they, the press told us how great all this was. Well, they gutted this country. They gutted it. You got oh, 10 million more government jobs and manufacturing jobs in this country. And I told you that this was the root of it all. You can't have prosperity, and you can't have freedom without prosperity. You can't have any type of society unless you've got people working. And when you look at the map, when you look at the election map, you think this country was headed for a revolution? I can tell you that if Trump doesn't do what he says he's going to do, that's exactly where we're headed. Because they want it back. They want the factories back. They want the Made in America tags back. They want people working. They want their ch- People want their children and their grandchildren working. And if they don't do it, I want you to study that map well, because I can guarantee you one thing. The red zone can attack the blue zone. No problem. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. And if you look at it, that's, I mean, that's what would happen. In this country, the red zone runs 
barter town. Let's be real clear about this. And there is no way in hell the blue zone could ever attack the red zone. That would never, and they just can't do it. Because everything's concentrated. Well, they'll attack them with weed and stuff like that. Well, that's happening. I got to tell you, man, it's an amazing, amazing day. It has a lot different feel, doesn't it? But we may be elated over who's driving the Titanic, okay? Do you understand that the damage could be done and it may be unfixable? You still have $700 trillion in unfunded liabilities. And I had a vision come to me of Trump on TV going, there's nothing we can do. We've got to bankrupt this out. We have to change the money and make America great again. We have to get rid of this debt. It can't be paid. Well, maybe the, the fake national debt, but not the hundreds of trillions in unfunded liability. And i got to tell you, though, the, well, the, the what's welled up and been built up in this country is amazing. It's amazing. And where we were headed, ladies and gentlemen, do you understand that it would have been the final blow? And when you look at the red zone, the red zone was getting ready to rise up. The Red Sea, they call them out here in Arizona, the Cardinals. But if you look at the red zone, the red zone's had it with the blue zone. And this is what would have happened had they gone the other way. Well, I'm look telling. at what's happening in Oakland and San Francisco and Portland. You know, what a Homer's good friend lives in Portland. And he says, downtown Portland's a no-go area right now. Am I idiot? Good. You say, not my president? I agree. Get out! You know what? When Obama got elected, we didn't like it. Okay? No, we, we took it. But you just take it, all right? Because let me ask you something. And I don't care how you feel today or what you were, but if you're going to stand up right now and protest the president-elect, you're simply un-American. There's no other way to do it. You're not. You're un-American right now. That's how you feel? Get out. Get out. We don't need you. You know, I think about being in my 20s, and you know, because you look at them, they're all the same. They all have backpacks and tattoos. What's that all about? Look at the protesters. Backpacks, tattoos, and beards. I'm just looking at them going, you know, I couldn't have somebody calling me, Hey, Eric, what are you doing tonight? You want to go protest? No, I have to work in the morning. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you're working, you ain't out protesting. <laughs> you, want, you want to go protest. Hey, what are we going to do tonight? I know. Let's go protest. Well, you got to know those phone calls are made. You got anything else to do? No. What are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. Living in my mom's basement playing video games. They got to go to work, man. Would you like to make $12 to an hour tonight? They got to go to work. Yeah, they voted up all the minimum wages around the country, too. Again, I hate being right about all this. People got to get paid. Wall Street did all this, and the liberals did all this. They put it all together. We don't build anything. Nobody gets a raise. No. Nope. Just open the borders because everybody's a customer to Jack in the Box. They're all customers. They don't care where they come from. Yum Brands doesn't care where people come from. The Jack in the Box or Taco Bell, they don't care. They're all customers. Walmart doesn't care. They're all customers. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's a great day in America, and I'll tell you why when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric Suderstrom, former CEO, current realtor, car guy, do everything. Come mow your yard. Doesn't matter. Um, listen, if you want to leave the country, call me. If you want to sell your house here in Phoenix, call me. If you need a realtor somewhere, call me. I can help you with that. Um, I have to tell you, it's a great, great day. And not because you think what well, I'm going to say why, but, you know, my life as, a, as an American type A male has been completed because my wife gave me a bag of biscuits and gravy potato chips. 
thank Lay's for making potato chips great again. <laughs> what, well, did you, what did you have for breakfast? Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Potato, potato chips. chips. I got to tell you, man, it's uh, whoever thought that one up. <laughs> I may never leave the house. I'll be 800 pounds. <laughs> and they're good, too. If you haven't had them, get out there. So. Sorry. I, now I, now I, I'm hungry again. I, Thanks a lot, so. You know Homer's I, been doing it all week. He always talks about food all of a sudden. <laughs> well, you guys are out walking. What do you walk, 100 miles a day? <laughs> so it's not enough. I see you guys everywhere. I was downtown the other day. I saw you and Homer walking. <laughs> we were protesting. one 800 is the business line. Joe has got a letter written by a CEO. That's the CEO of Grubhub. He sent a company-wide email on Wednesday that suggested employees who support President-elect Donald Trump should resign. If you do not agree with this statement, then please reply to this email with your resignation because you have no place here, wrote Matt Maloney, the CEO and co-founder of Grubhub. We do not tolerate hateful attitudes on our team, he said. I want to reaffirm to anyone, anyone on our team that is scared or feels personally exposed, that I and everyone else here at Grubhub will fight for your dignity and your right to make a better life for yourself and your family here in the United States. While demeaning, insulting, ridiculing minorities, immigrants, and the physically slash mentally disabled Uh, work for Mr. Trump, I want to be clear that this behavior and these views have no place here at Grubhub. Sickening, isn't it? Bye-bye, well, Grubhub. Well, let me tell you right. Bye-bye, Grubhub. They're done. That but is. what does that tell you? Hey, I employ illegal. What That's what it is. I mean, come on. Uh, do you see all the votes? You count the votes, really? Half the country? You want to you really go after half the country running a business right now? By the way, um, I forgot to mention this at the open. Happy, happy Veterans Day for all you people that... Uh, yeah, I texted my brother this morning. Did you? My little brother. There's a picture of him on Facebook in his Army uniform. Japan, 1983. So, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know why he was dressed in his fatigues. I don't know. Is anybody shooting at each other? Osaka? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ah, isn't that crazy? Well, this is where we're at today, so, I mean, but this is where the country is. And do you, do you understand, though, that what this exposed was the uh, the lies that have been perpetuated about how everybody wants uh, diversity. Everybody wants, um, you know, the environmentalists in here. Everybody wants all this. We want. All we don't this. want borders. No, we want millions and millions of Syrians to right. come in here. And right. Muslims to take up cities, and we want the Arabs, and we want everybody here. This is what they've been telling. You know what? We don't. And I don't get why they do. Do you? I don't understand. Does any of that make I any re- sense? I really, I don't. Do they know what they're really protesting about? I have no idea. I don't know if they really do. Well, they're processing they don't have a job. Because they're ignorant and they don't know what's really happening. And and they like to be that way. Well, of course, maybe they're government employees, too. And, you know, those are like not having a job anyway. But, you know what? Donald Trump needs to bust the government unions. They need to be busted. Busted them all. The teachers' unions, the police unions, the firemen's unions, they need to be all busted. 
Get rid of the Department of Energy, right? Get rid of the uh, the Department of Education. Turn it back over to the states. Get rid of it all. I still think about the government unions, how ridiculous they are. Really? You need... Now, let me see. You're a, referee, you're a teacher teaching taxpayers, and you need to be protected from the people that you're teaching. And the problem with that is the liberal mentality of the unions and the government pensions and everything is what they're teaching the kids. And this is how this thing is just, you know, manifested itself and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And nobody talks about nobody. And this was, was the very root of education when I was growing up, is that the government cannot give you anything unless they take it from somebody else. That whole line of thinking has been exited from society for three decades now because they don't care. They don't take it from anyone else. We'll just print the money. We'll just print it. So here this last president added more debt than every president combined since the beginning of the country. I mean... Wow, you know what? You're... It's the truth. Take it all. Take everything that every president from 1776 on up, total it all up, and he still beat them all. I mean, isn't that crazy? So I, I don't know where we're headed. I don't know. I don't know if you can get, ever get this put back. But, man, I want to believe. And I know you all do, too. I want to believe. At least feel good for a little while. Wall Street feels good. The markets feel good. Donald Trump likes to build things. Joe and I are going down to look at property. We're going we're gonna to actually, I want to own some wall real estate <laughs> on the Mexican border. <laughs> but the problem is they need to move the Mexican border to around Buckeye over here. So, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I say we just give them Pima County. All right, they should have. Right, just you take Pima County and New Mexico. You right, can just go up <laughs> around right. it. By the way, shame on Colorado. Isn't that horrible? What's happened? You know, I well, started I started broadcasting here in Colorado. I think my first interview was 1992 with Norm Rest. We and I came up there, you know, and everything was pickup trucks and ranches everywhere, you know, and what they've done since that day and since I started coming up there. I mean, every time you went, another ranch was bulldozed, and they put these cookie-cutter neighborhoods in everywhere. And this is Now they got legalized pot. I mean, the whole thing's just ridiculous. So, the whole thing, they just ruined Shame on your on Colorado uh, leaders. They just The business model was horrible. They destroyed the state. And even here in Arizona, you know, no one's talking about this. And this I'm going to put a new slant on. You know, I think the biggest wars that's coming, and Donald Trump's going to have to deal with this, in the West is water. And I've talked about still a drought here. Oh God, we haven't seen. I mean, I haven't seen a raindrop this year, and I mean it's horrible, horrible. Lake Mead. I mean, what they're going to do is they're going to try to shut the farmers off first. Not the, right, right. The farmers, right, yeah. Not the water parks. The, the evil doers, right. Not the water parks or the casinos, the hotels, but they're going to shut the farmers off in the Imperial Valley and work. It's going to work its way north from the Mexican border on north, and I mean they have to do something with it. And nobody's talked about that the untold amount of millions of illegals. But if you stand there and watch Lake Powell, if you're or Lake Mead, if you're standing at Lake Mead at Hoover Dam, I think you can watch the water go down. <laughs> I mean, you stand there it's and look really, at It's really, really down there now. Oh, God, you can't. You almost got to squint to see it. They're going to run out. There's no way to other way to spin it that's going to run out of water. So something's going to have to be done. They ought to take that Keystone pipeline and run it out here and fill it full of water, but... Something's going to have to be done. I think that's still one of your best ideas. But what about, you know, the 15 million illegals that are out here? You think they're drawing down the water supply? So maybe that, you know, we move them out might slow down the the drainage of 
of our precious resource. You know, there used to be a commercial on the American Freedom Network. You can go so many days without food, but you can't last a day or two without water. You're done. So, and it's a mess. It's not kind of a mess. I was looking at old family pictures we had. We were in Hoover Dam in the 80s, my wife and I. And you, I mean, literally can reach over the side, you know, and, you, and put your hand in the water. I mean, it was right there. And now I looked at a picture where we went over, I don't know, four or five years ago, the kid's standing on the, you can't even see the water. It's not even in the picture. I mean, it's down that much. So it's a mess. Unless, of course, I don't know. You know, that's that's not my department, but uh, unless uh, we get some divine weather intervention or something, we're going to need uh, one heck of a wet season to fix this west. It's a mess. Well, it had to be like a wet decade. Yeah. I mean, something like that. Yeah. I mean, just. A wet month or a wet season isn't going to be nearly enough. So here it is, November. It's 90 in San Diego today. 90 degrees in San Diego is the high today. So global warming? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't subscribe to that either. Weather weather pattern? Weather yeah. pattern? Yes. Yeah. Overpopulation? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mil. Uh, moving millions and millions of people into a desert. Right. Illegal terrible. The roads are all jammed here everywhere. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, i got to tell you, we're, we're going to witness uh, something that, you know, I can't even fathom the ramifications of moving I don't know, 15 million people out of a country. Goodbye. Gotta go. So, I don't know. And you know what the funny part is? I'll just settle for stopping any more from coming. Well, you know, who knew that the Hispanics were all NIMBYs? You know, not in my backyard. Because this is what happens when you move to Arizona. You people, you know they're saying people live here, especially if you're from Chicago. They move out. Oh, the desert. I got my place. It's beautiful. Stop the building. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stop all building. I don't want any more. I'm rooting my view right, of the I, desert. I want to save the desert now. Save the desert. Okay? <laughs> this is what everybody does out here. We're going to, oh, the evil development. <laughs> Well, that's what happened with the Hispanics. Oh. They all came up here, the ones that are legal, and they, they guess who they voted for? Donald Trump. Check it out. They voted. Why? Because they don't want any more. Nope. That's enough. It's the same deal. Save our country. I'm here. I don't care about you. So, yeah, it's weird, but that is the mentality out here. So once people get here, that's it. I don't want any more people. No, it's crazy. And then they, every, every housing development has the word preserve in it. That's what's so funny. This preserve, desert, this, they're all little gated, cookie-cutter yes. communities. <laughs> preserve, preserve, preserve. Listen, if you really want to help the environment, go home at your preserve house and call up uh, a wrecking ball and have them smash the whole thing, okay, and clean it all up just the way, put some cactuses back in there and maybe a couple of creosote bushes here and there and a mesquite tree, and then recycle all of that and then drive down to the auto crusher, you know, the thing that smashes it, and smash the car with you in it. (laughs) And then you have done something to protect the environment. So, anyway. Wow. (laughs) Well, that would do it. Wow. 1-800-951-0592. I can't help but thinking of, of Donald Trump going into office. Remember the movie Hoffa? Yep. I love that movie, where he gets out of jail, he goes back, he goes, all right, these guys, they're gone. He has the guy to live. He's gone, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. you got to know that's going to happen, clean out. If you're going to drain the swamp, 
Think of all those government contractors and the elite families and all the money that's just been squandered, taxpayer money that have gone to these uh, these families and these government contractors. And, I mean, the list is so long. And, again, I don't know if you could ever get rid of them, but uh, there's going to be some pain, you would think. And you got to know they're pretty worried about it. So, oh, I think they are. Then I heard someone say that it was George Soros who's responsible for all these protests, but he's paying these guys to do all well, this. Well, sure. I mean, somebody's getting paid. Right, the vast majority of them aren't, but the 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 leaders, the one that caused all the trouble, the ones that organized it all, they're all on the payroll. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I don't get it. I, well, nobody does. So, well, but again, the liberal the liberal thought process is that it's it's more of a disease to me. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And once it settles in, you can't get rid of it. So, they had Bob Murray on from Murray Energy on Fox Business. We're going to talk about it. we got the break coming up, but yeah. he had some, well, let's just say very interesting words as to uh, what's coming, and we'll talk about that as we uh Remember my call where I, I, said, I said that I thought it was going to be Trump and Sanders? Yeah. Two years. Yeah, I remember. Okay, and, of course, the, crook, the crooked system uh kicked they got they got sanders out of there i think sanders could have been i called it would have beat trump i think you're right and i think he would have so was that close hey it's halftime patriot radio news hour i'm your guy friday stay with us we'll be back this is the phyllis schlafly report a daily broadcast from eagle forum a national volunteer organization founded by mrs schlafly in 1972 to preserve the family and represent a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now, from the archives of Eagle Forum, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Today is Veterans Day, a day when we honor the men who have served our country and thank them for their service and sacrifice to defend us. This holiday was originally known as Armistice Day. It was established to remember the 1918 signing of the Armistice Treaty and to honor the heroes of World War I. In 1921, Congress ordered the building of a tomb to honor the men who had given their lives. One unknown American soldier was chosen to be buried in the tomb. When the Navy ship Olympia arrived in Washington with the body of that fallen soldier, America responded. The band played Onward Christian Soldiers as the casket was taken to the U.S. Capitol, where the soldier was laid in state. President Warren G. Harding, other government officials, and thousands of Americans paid their respects to this fallen soldier. On the morning of November 11th, this soldier was given a military procession to Arlington National Cemetery and buried in what is now known as the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. This tomb has been guarded around the clock by dedicated servicemen and women since 1948. The honor for the sacrifice of this soldier was evident once again when the guards refused to leave their post during Hurricane Sandy. In 1954, the day was officially renamed Veterans Day by President Dwight Eisenhower to honor American veterans of all our wars. These brave men who are willing to sacrifice their lives for our freedom should be celebrated. 
So on this special day, when we pause to reflect on the sacrifices made by men and women willing to lay down their lives to protect and defend our Constitution, our freedoms, and our way of life, let us be proactive and prayerful in showing our gratitude. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. The number one job of the federal government is to defend America, yet we continue to experience the dismantling of our combat readiness. Go to eagleforum.org and be a part of the blog conversation on how to rebuild and equip our troops. Voice your support for a return to U.S. military superiority on the blog at eagleforum.org. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, it's Veterans Day. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it. I'm Eric Segerstrom, Joe Jaquin. Uh, it's a great day to be alive. We got Arlene out front here. We got Homer in the back. Homer came in. He said the uh, problem with everything is the, the 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 millennials that are out protesting have never lost. Never. They've gotten uh, participation trophies. Since well, they, they've lost plenty, but right. they tried to make it appear like they didn't lose. Right. Here's your participation trophy. Homer came in. He said, they're not protesting. They're throwing a tantrum. Yeah. So I didn't get my way. So I, I'm going today for only nine ninety five. You can get the Democrat participation. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I'm on to something. We need a million of them. Stat. <laughs> so if we get them all trying to get that on the boat. <laughs> we got to have these things out. You did good. Here's your You trophy. did good. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Nice big one for Hillary. <laughs> He's not our president. You're right. The president of Mexico is your president. Go back there. You're talking about holding Mexican flags, standing in front of the Phoenix Capitol. Then they lit one on fire in D.C. last night. They lit night. A, uh, an American flag American on fire. American flag uh, on fire. Can you believe it? Of course you can. Well, let's get them all out. Let's just clean house. I mean, I'm like you. I want to believe. I want to believe. I want to drink the Kool-Aid. I have to tell you that this is the first president that I've ever donated money to, ever. I didn't like any of the Bushes. You knew that. Yep. And, of course, I didn't like any of the Democrats in between. Nope. And I was too young for Reagan, really. I was in, you know. We donated to Ron Paul, but he wasn't president. Well, Ron Paul, yeah. He, he wasn't president, so, so you're right. Yeah, it's the first president that I've ever gotten behind. So, I mean. You know what, though? One thing, they, they didn't legalize pot out here. They legalized it everywhere else. Yeah. I was shocked. I, I mean, I'm, I am surprised, you know, because the Ron Paul business model was pretty good. You know, Ron Paul wanted to legalize pot. Very libertarian, right. Right. He wanted to legalize it. Why? He goes, well, look at the money we're spending guarding potheads and chasing them around and, and locking them up. And he goes, if you just got rid of that, then you could go use all right. those guys. All the money we spent on the right. war on drugs. Right. And go get the illegals out of here. <laughs> See? See, they should have ratified it. But now you're going to need an army. I mean, you need an army of people to run to, to get this done. So, I mean, I... I, I We'll put this country back. Let's make it great again. Let's put it back. So now, you know what? It was it wasn't the best thing in the world, but you know when I grew up, there was a lot you could do anything. You didn't need a college degree to be a fireman. <laughs> you didn't, or a policeman. You didn't need a college degree to they be a anything. telemarketer. Yeah, I know. You, you didn't did. need a college degree to be a cashier. Right. You could go drill oil. There was work everywhere: ranches, farms, logging, timber. You could go build trucks. You could build cars. You could go anywhere. Yeah, it was work. And raise a family doing it. Today, it's government, man. You get a, you get a college degree, you get a government job. That's it. That's the business model. And I'll tell you, 
they were getting ready to take, you know, the average health care bill that was $200 that went to 600 was getting ready to go to 1500 bucks, man. It was going to go crazy. So it, it really was. It still may. And I don't know what they're going to do about it. Well, but we're going to need about a zillion health care companies is what you're going to need. The government gets rid of competition. Remember, whenever the government gets involved. But, yeah, we're talking about Bob Murray and Murray Energy. It was on Fox News. If you can find it today, it's amazing. This guy was angry. I mean, he had said he, he's calling, you know, the uh, Clintons and the Obamas, the, you know, vicious criminals. They, uh, you know, subsidized all their buddies in the solar and wind energy deal. And then they said, you know, Obama said, I'm going to put the end to coal, and Hillary was going to do it. And they put mi- a million people out of work. You know, and coal, you can burn it. You don't need the sun to shine, and you don't need the wind to blow. You can burn it. And it costs about four cents a kilowatt hour. Solar and windmills cost 26 cents. And it all has to be government subsidized. So this is, a, again, the amount of money in the solar, all these solar deals they put together. And solar works in some spots. You think where it's supposed to work, Arizona, it doesn't. Because solar doesn't run air conditioners. That's the problem. The demand is too high. In Hawaii, it works great. Sun shines all the day, 80 degrees. And you don't have an air conditioner. Yeah, you don't have an air conditioner. You're running a refrigerator and a television and a few lights. An occasional heater every now and then. So you can get off the grid. doesn't work out here. doesn't work in California. doesn't work Arizona. It just doesn't work. So... And they've subsidized that whole green energy deal. This guy, man, he was angry. Criminals, how the government can pick and choose who survives and by going in and shutting down the coal mines and putting the taxes on this. And just, I mean, he was, it was an amazing interview. I mean, it got me going this morning. I was like, wow, you know, this guy's right. He goes, you don't realize where this country was headed and how the government has expanded its tentacles everywhere. And they decide. They decide how we're going to live. Not us. They. And that's all he was saying. Just level the playing field. Get the government out of the energy market. He goes, you know, you've got people that are living on retire that are retired, and over a third of their pay goes to the power. This is what they did. Because they're taxing them to death, and power is expensive the way they set it up. Because of, well, let's face it. They, they created the Department of Energy in the 70s. Right. They shut it down. You're right. Shut it down. Just get out of the way. It'll take care of itself. You'll have dollar gasoline again. Well, maybe not. Obama added almost 40 cents a gallon tax. Can you imagine that? Well, how about federal how, tax? How about Cook cents? County where Chicago is? They they passed a one cent an ounce tax on all sugar drinks. Right? And, and it's just another way of getting your money. Right? Because they're all broke. They're either going to tax it from you or they're going to take it from you. But either way, they're going to get it. Amazing. Uh, you know how close we were to just this whole thing just being done? whole thing just being done. Anything that you ever thought about this country, just gone. And I'll tell you, change ain't easy. Change comes usually violent. So just get ready. That's uh, where we're heading here. They're really going to do it. They're really going to put it back. Because this is my country. So you go ahead and wear your your signs in your head or whatever and carry around and say, this is not my country, that's fine. This is my country. I got children and grandchildren living here. one 800 I'd like to see the specifications on the wall. I mean, so, I mean, is it just going to be like a pool fence, you know? Right, well, I'm thinking, you know, it's Donald, right? So it's going to be something elaborate, you know, and we talked about it, we should do it right. Put a hotel on the wall, 
uh, casinos on the wall, yeah. right? I mean, all that. A stuff. road you can drive along. Take the road. Right, the Great Wall of China. Right, you right. Can, you can tourist attraction is you can look on the other side, and then they'll have huge pictures of Donald Trump facing Mexico. <laughs> huge ones, <laughs> ten-story high. They can see it coming. I don't know. I mean, did you think that's what that's going to be? I have no idea. You know, just that alone would put every one of these so many people protesters work. Oh, to work. Unless, so of course, many. unless of course they want the Mexicans to build the wall, and then when you're done, stay on that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is all crazy stuff. I got a feeling, just twixt you, me, and the fence post, that we just elected another Ronald Reagan TV star, and uh, there could be some compromising going on, which uh, is just going to anger the rest of us that are out here. So, I don't know, but it's great to think about, isn't it? May you live in interesting times. And, uh, we're all still here to witness it, So, and that's the most important thing. Every day above ground is a good day. Stay with us. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, where the blind leads the stupid every Friday. existence while grotesque and incomprehensible to you saves lives you don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties you want me on that wall you need me on that wall we use words like honor code loyalty we use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something you use them as a punchline I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Thanks, Ramon. Ramon, man, that guy is sharp. What a producer. Well, that's kind of where we're at today. Now, how about this? Now, Oregon wants to succeed from the union. Yeah, two uh, Portlanders, as they're called now, I guess, submitted a petition for the 2018 ballot initiative to have Oregon succeed from the United States. Jennifer Rollins and uh, Kristen Trable filed the Oregon Secession Act. And they said Oregonian values are no longer the values of the rest of the United States. I got news for you people up there. We're in Portland, where young people go to retire. You people have already succeeded years ago. <laughs> well, listen. They're, those gonna, people are nuts, man. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, plus, they said, plus, plus, a check, equality. I'd like to see Oregon... And California succeed for the union with no government check. Oh my God! You know how California fast, would be out of business in like five seconds. You know how fast they'd move to Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to keep going to Colorado, right? Nevada was it Nevada red or blue? I forget. Nevada was, it was red. Red, yeah. So crazy. I, I, here, so you really want to succeed? Okay, I'm going to help you. The Wexit, we'll call it. The whole West Coast can exit. The Wexit. I just named that. So we're going to put nuclear charges on the San Andres Fault. 
<laughs> you're just going to float we'll away. We'll send you right out there. Before you know it, you'll be Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know I am a catastrophist. And here's what would happen. Everything east of the San Andreas would slide into the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing left, California. <laughs> 1-800-951-0592. You're listening to, believe it or not, the Patriot Radio News Hour, and you never know what you're going to hear. Um, you know how hard it is to find any business news this week? It's like, oh, it's like it doesn't exist. I know. A company can tell you anything. Yeah. Uh, well, J.C. Penney's did nobody cared today. They said, uh, yeah, sales stink. Matter of fact, they got worse. They said uh, it's a setback, they called it, as nobody was buying apparel from them because they were buying it from Macy's because Macy's put the whole store on sale. And, uh, I don't know, they're trying to adjust, they said, to the changing shopping patterns. It's like weather now, shopping pattern. Well, you have the uh, equity markets that have been pretty much tanking all year, and uh, the you know there's some weird signs that are out there that, no, that didn't get any press, but, you know, you've got you've – got, um, depressionary market movements in some of the markets that, you know, the, the U.S. Department of Agriculture had to put in emergency measures for dairy farmers and support the price, uh, the price of milk and cheese. And, I mean, it said the market was flooded and they weren't selling. It wasn't selling. And, you know, the last time they did that was in the 30s. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was crazy. And then if you look at, uh, I watch the cattle markets and the, you know, I got, well, a lot of customers and friends. And We've been watching the soybean market a lot lately because they said that a... a so go beans, so yeah, go they, everything. They, they, yeah. they had such a great effect on the GDP. It almost added a whole point to the third quarter GDP, that one product. And we looked at the chart, and what had happened is soybeans fell like 300 bucks. I mean, it was just a oh. straight drop, right. and then they you know, got people to buy it. And it's just crazy what's happened. The cattle market's got pounded, pounded this year. So I had a customer, well, a friend of mine, friend of Randy and Diane's, they come yep. out every year and they bring steaks. And they run about 2,000 head of cattle um, up in the northwest, just nice, nice family. And she used to say, you know, I, I wouldn't, the gal goes, I wouldn't take a steer to market the last few years, you know, Whatever a full-size steer is, 1,000-pound steer, it would bring 2,500 bucks. She goes, now they don't even bring 12. So, weird. I don't know. But, again, that's usually a sign the restaurants ain't working. People can't afford to eat it. You know, I mean, they're, they're real signs. So, so I don't know. You know, are we heading into a depression? Can Trump fix all that? Foreclosures spiked in, in uh, Arizona and Colorado in October. Yeah, a big spike, up a, yeah. a little twenty-seven percent jump, just a little bit. It's a big jump, you know. And I, as Coldwell Banker, real estate agent, I was looking at that, and I noticed that uh, that there's been a lot hit the market, and you know, I don't know why. They're mostly FHA loans when I was looking at them, and of course, the and a lot of them were were made since '09, you know, where they were supposedly cleaned everything well, listen, up. You can't afford it. It's just they're too expensive, and then you're right. You, you, you got to pay for the electric bill. You got to pay for the water bill, the gas bill, the garbage bill, the sewer bill, and all this other. It just it's you got to pay for your health care, right? There's just not enough check to go around. Most of the loans are the three and a half down, the FHA one. So, you know, believe it or not, the markets are very active. Uh, real estate's been moving good. 
You know, we haven't recovered to the point where it was, and it never will, I don't think. I mean, ultimately, as the dollar collapses, it will. It'll just be a, an offset. But, uh, you know, we're never going to get back to those levels. We're still 80%. The upper level, believe it or not, the $3.5 million, $3.5 million and above, rolled over about eight months ago. Yeah, no one talked about that. Yeah, it just the rolled real, over. The high, high end the of the high, market. The high, high end, because these are the people that were all bailed out. So they already got their homes in the Hamptons, you know, and they got everything, all the government contracts and everything, and they got and rebought their houses, and, and then it just stopped. So and then right now you have so much, so much inventory on the market of people that bought two or three years ago, you know, mostly two-plus years. And now they're trying to, you know, they bought a house for three hundred grand, worked on it a little bit. Now they want six hundred for it. And you know what? People won't pay for it. There's too much information. You know, people go and they go, "This guy paid three hundred for this. I don't want." It. You know, they won't do it. They won't give you the profit. So, and it used to be information they couldn't find, but now it's online everywhere. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, and our final segment coming up on this Veterans Day. Steve Miller from the Fly Like an Eagle Band. Picker Radio News Hour, playing all your greatest hits. Circa 1976, I think that came out. Still a timeless song. Timeless. Well, they don't have any music. This generation. They really don't. They have no music. There's no music. I mean, it's crazy. NFL ratings are getting hammered. What does that mean? That means if you don't like America, get out. It all started with the. With the Colin. Or, uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick, Kaepernick yeah. guy, yeah. I got to tell you another thing that bothers me because it's Friday, and you know I save all this up. You know, a huge piece of space junk, Chinese space junk, fell out of the sky in Burma this week, and I was just wondering, what would that be like standing there? <laughs> uh, what are you doing, fishing? You know, <laughs> bang! <laughs> oh, incoming! They're here! <laughs> And you walk over, it's all smoldering. You look at it, it says, made in China. <laughs> Pet show in, in China. China. What they do, fire that thing over here? <laughs> I don't know. Then, I think on this note, James Dale Davidson. I don't know if you remember him. Him and, I used to talk about this book 20 years ago. Um, him and William Reese Mogg wrote the book, The Great Reckoning, which, okay. if you never had a copy or if you can get a chance, go read it. Uh, great book and uh, well-written book. And in it, 20 years ago, they talked about the the end of Social Security. You know, and everybody knows it's a Ponzi scheme. Okay, not only and here's what people don't understand: not only did they take the you know we paid them, they took that money and spent it, but then they borrowed against it again. They double dipped it. The greatest Ponzi scheme of all time. And you know that the. the they were right on, you know, and Harry Figgy, too, was right on with Bankruptcy 1995, which came out right about the same time when The Great Reckoning came out. You can't out. find that book anywhere, by the way. Yeah, I know. And if you look anywhere. at the debt hockey stick is here. This is what Trump's going to inherit, man. But they're saying Social Security is going to run out next year. Says the system's, you know, the Ponzi scheme is done. It's over. So I imagine Donald Trump at one point, and, and believe me, I don't think there's anybody better for the job. To get on and go, guess what? We're going to file bankruptcy. We're going to file bankruptcy. I mean, he's got I mean, he's, listen, he said it early on, and then everybody went crazy. But let's face it, that was the closest dose of reality we've seen yet. And if they do, they change the money over. Well, history says they change it. Sure. The old money's mired in debt. New money, 
maybe gold, maybe a gold confiscation. It's possible. It's possible. You know, I don't think anyone's asked him his thoughts on gold. I don't come to think of it, I don't think I've heard him utter the word gold. So, interesting. I've read he's very pro-gold. Okay. Well, as far as gold is money. What better way to rule the world? This guy knows how to do it, man. So, I mean, I, I don't know what we elected here, but anything would have been better than what we had. So, and I mean, I don't know where we're heading. And change, you know, everybody talks about change. In reality, the last change and hope, you didn't get any change. Everybody hoped he wouldn't change anything. He didn't. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what happened. Right. But I think we're going to get change. Real change. Well, quick, quick look here at the market. Uh, gold uh, got taken out to the woodshed, then, then uh, drug out to the alley and shot. Uh, down thirty-four bucks, twelve hundred thirty-two dollars. Uh, silver down a dollar at seventeen sixty-five. The Dow's down sixty points. Hey, two words. Adios, amigos. God bless everybody. Have a good weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good Lord willing.